Welcome to Blah Blah Podcast. Put a put a put a put a bow on it. Missile anus. Missile. Miscellaneous. Burger. Burger. King. We're the boys. Hey, mister. You want a turkey club? Did the intro play? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 136 of Blah Blah Podcast, the only show on the web that'll make you sick and tired of pop culture stuff. But not Tide Pods. They're the best. I am Jason Green, and with me as always is Sean Smith. Hello. What's up, man? Uh, well, I, I burped into my microphone. Now my mic smells weird. I shouldn't have done that. Oh, no. Oh, no. What, uh, what flavor of Tide Pod does it smell like? Uh, raspberry. Mmm, that's my favorite kind. Yeah. Also with us today is the delightful Dan Katz. Yo. What's up, man? Uh, the Knuckles name seems to be dying just as quickly as the Tide one, so... Tide Pod kind of... will live on forever. They're not a meme. They're They're a way of life now. Oh, also God. with us today is Magic Mike Dowling. Hello. What's up, man? Oh, you know, the same. How are you? I'm good, man. On rounding out this crew is Stone Cold Steve Coltis. Hey, everybody. What's up, brother? What's going on, brother, brother? Eh, not much. Just polished off my fifth bag of Tide Pack pods, so I'm getting a little spacey. <laughs> <laughs> It was good seeing you on uh, Raw 25 the other day. I know. I got to go out there, throw a couple stunners, drink some beers. It was a good time. <laughs> Hell yeah. By the way, Steve, uh, you probably <laughs> you probably shouldn't use the word spacey. Oh, oh you know what? As <laughs> soon as I said it, I was like, I probably shouldn't. <laughs> All right. Let's get into the show, everybody. And that's right. This is Blah Blah Podcast. If you haven't already, please subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Podbean, and YouTube, and uh, Stitcher soon to yes, be. No, we are on Stitcher right now. Oh, you can I go. apologize. Yes. We're on Stitcher right now, everybody. Right now. Hold the horses. We're on Stitchers. Put those Tide Pods down and go on www.stitcher.com. Search for Blah Blah Podcast. <gasps> Subscribe to us there, and let's get on with the show. Sean, take it away. All right. Let's talk about uh, yesterday. The Oscar nominations came out uh, for 2017. Boss, Boss Baby. <laughs> yes, Boss <laughs> Baby was nominated for an Oscar. Boss Baby won everything. Woo. Uh, no, no, that's not what happened. Um, but uh, but yeah, I uh, I woke up at eight a.m. to watch the nominations, like I do every Nerd. year. Um, and uh, there were a couple notable things that came out. Uh, first of all, let's just uh, quickly go through uh, the movies with the most nominations. Uh, the Shape of Water, thirteen nominations total. Um, wow. The in case you're wondering, the record is uh, fourteen. Um, which I believe is, has, La La Land last year had 14, and then, uh, Titanic, I think, had 14, the Return of the King had 14, and there was one more that had 14, I can't remember which one that was, um, but surprisingly, 13, uh, leading the pact, uh, in second, with the most nominations, is Dunkirk, with, uh, everyone's favorite movie, yes, with eight nominations, uh, three billboards, Seven nominations for that one. Uh, a tie for six nominations between Phantom Thread and Darkest Hour. Uh, Jason, I know, you, I know you just saw Phantom Thread. Yeah, Mike and I just saw Phantom Thread on our date on Monday. and uh, Boy, that sure was something. Uh, I don't want to get into it now, but maybe later. It was a movie, all right. It was something I saw. 
and uh, and uh, tied for with five nominations between uh, Lady Bird and Blade Runner twenty forty nine. So those were the most uh, nominations. Twenty forty nine is a great movie, but who here saw Lady Bird? I did. Me. Yes. Good. You guys yeah. recommend it? I was thinking of seeing it. it was, yes. It's fine. Okay. I don't remember that I saw it until I remember that I saw it. But nice. I did always the best kind of remembrance. So. <laughs> well, you also loaded right. up on Tide Pods before you saw it, so that might be a reason why. Oof, yeah. Man. Too much of a good thing is bad, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we have uh, nine Best Picture nominees this year. We have um, Call Me By they can Never do ten. Never, <laughs> even though they have the ability to do ten, they will never do ten. Um, they can't count that high. We have uh, Call Me By Your Name, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk. Uh, Get Out, which was uh, slightly Fantastic surprising. Fantastic movie. Uh, Lady Bird, Phantom Thread, The Post, the Steven Spielberg movie. Terrible. I'm uh, seeing that on uh, Saturday. Oh, God, have mercy on your soul. I'll and bring a load up on some shrooms first. That'll be more fun. <laughs> I, you know, the girl wants to see it. And you, know, you, you know, when, you, when you're in a relationship, you got to, you know, give and you take. You got to eat the mushrooms sometimes. You got you to eat the Tide Pods and go see the Merle Street movie. It's just how relationships work. You got to compromise. You turned into Larry David there for a second there, Jason. You know, you gotta, it's, uh, it was pretty, pretty, pretty good. Uh, we have uh, The Shape of Water and Three Billboards rounding out for Best Picture. Um, like I mentioned, uh, Get Out is uh, nominated for Best Picture. In fact, it had oh, it uh, th- three nominations. Uh, I'm sorry, four nominations. Um, and it's, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but is it, isn't it the first horror movie since... Uh, Silence of the Lambs to get a Best Picture nomination? I believe that's true. What did you say, Mike? To my understanding, yeah. Yeah, yeah which is funny because that means that automatically it's going to be classified as a psychological thriller pretty soon. Horror movies can't be nominated for Oscars. They need to be psychological. Oh, of course not. Um, but also, uh, it is, uh, a Blumhouse movie, which in case you don't know, they're the studio that has put out a bunch of, uh, low budget horror movies, such as Split from earlier in the year, obviously Get Out, Happy Death Day was one of theirs. Um, oh, I wanted to see that one. I didn't get around to it though. Yeah. A bunch I'll of, save you, I'll take the time, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> Uh, a bunch of uh, low-budget horror movies which have done really, really well at the box office. Um, and uh, actually, the, technically, this is the, their second nomination because, surprisingly enough, and I forgot about this, they were also nominated for Best Picture with Whiplash. Whiplash. What? Ooh. Yeah. Um, and uh, it seems like they're one of the most profitable studios uh, going around in Hollywood that's not named Disney. So good for them. Um, Good for them. I remember a lot uh, less money than Disney. <laughs> yeah, I remember reading on or watching some YouTubers' analysis of uh, I don't remember who I was watching, but it was some guy talking about the failed Dark Universe and uh, saying that he heard rumors of how Blumhouse, uh, some some few years down the line, Blumhouse should make uh, like the Universal movie and make them like straight up horror movies. Uh, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, although up. their model is to not spend much money, and you know. You know, Universal would not be for that. Yeah, because yeah. too smart. <laughs> um, as far as the acting nominations go, we had some surprises in the lead actor category. Um, 
the uh, the guy from Get Out, Daniel Kalua, I think is how you say his name. Ooh, I love drinking yeah, me some Kalua. Presenting some skins cast again there. Oh, is he one of those? Yep. Yeah, Black Mirror too. He was in the second episode. That's racist, Jason. He's just like uh, <laughs> the, the kid that got nominated from Slumdog Millionaire. Patel or whatever his name is, Emma Patel. That, oh yeah, that, that guy. That was skins. So, Dev <laughs> Patel, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was nominated, which was surprising. Um, but the most surprising of all is Denzel Washington nominated for uh, Roman J. Israel Esquire, which is a movie <laughs> that came out a few months ago that no one saw and no one cared about. I never heard of that literally till right now. The only thing I know yeah, about it I, is... I know about it. Um, I, well, I know about oh. it because they kept playing the trailer all the time, but it's from... Um, uh, was it uh, Dan Gilroy? Is it that Gilroy or is it Tony Gilroy? It's one of I the two. Remember. It's the guy who did Nightcrawler. That would be Dan, I think. Okay, yeah. But it's it's his <laughs> second movie, and uh, it's it, it's not even fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. It's rotten, and for some reason they gave him a, n- a nomination anyway. Um, it's like when Meryl Streep got nominated for the Iron Woman or Lady or whatever that was. The Iron Giant, yeah, I know. <laughs> that one. Yep. That was a great movie. But then she but she won. Hogarth. <laughs> <laughs> but uh the probably uh the biggest snub of um most of the categories is that the fact that no James Franco for lead actor. Um, yeah, he got his Golden Globe. He's fine. Yeah, but I mean, it seemed like he was definitely in the running. Uh, he and he won that Golden Globe too. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like at the last minute he got swapped out for Denzel because of what happened. Yeah, because he took the mic away from Tommy Wiseau. Oh, probably the sex allegations against him too has something to do with it. Yeah, but probably mostly the the mic thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, taking that mic away from Tommy Wiseau was just mean. <laughs> Tommy Wiseau is like an undercover boss. He secretly runs Hollywood. Yeah, <laughs> he's part of the elite. <laughs> wouldn't be surprised but um but it, it's funny because the uh apparently the the voting process for the nominations uh when those allegations came out it would have been like literally 48 hours uh before the deadline so wow um either there was a huge swing at the very end or everyone just didn't vote until the end Probably the latter, you know, people not doing their homework till the last minute. Just like me in college. <laughs> but um but yeah, so he's not in there. Uh the 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 other best actor nominees are are pretty notable, everyone expected. Um but that last one, Denzel, I just don't get it. Like they could have put Tom Hanks in there cuz he was getting some award recognition. Um I heard someone bring up the idea of nominating uh uh, Hugh Jackman from Logan. Yeah, do that. Well, it's too late now, but <laughs> do it. <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> but I think that would have been a better replacement for James Franco than Denzel, who has no chance of winning in a movie no one saw. Did you see it? No, because no one saw it. <laughs> I thought, well, no. I mean, I thought maybe you would have. Well, I think but... he was just calling you no one, Sean. Oh. Oh. It's okay, Sean. Just eat the Tide Pods. <laughs> My God. All right. Uh, some of the other categories, Best Actress, no surprises there. Uh, supporting Actor, 
Um, this one was interesting because we had two nominees from Three Billboards. Um, they nominated uh, Woody Harrelson, which was surprising. It was Sam Rockwell who was who actually won the Golden Globe and has been winning a lot of the supporting actor uh, awards, and now he has competition from his own movie, which. If history dictates itself, is not a good sign. Yeah, for, uh, it cancels them out a lot of times. Yeah, which the other main contender would be Willem Dafoe, and I'm not complaining there either. But um, two weeks. <laughs> but uh, also, uh, Christopher Plummer was nominated um, for All the Money in the World for playing Kevin Spacey <laughs> for nine days of work. Um, <laughs> And, uh, yeah, it's, I also, I heard a stat that he's the oldest, uh, best acting nominee at 88 years old. Damn. Wasn't he oldest again? He was the oldest to win. Yeah. Yeah. And he's. beginners or whatever it was, wasn't it? When he won however many years back, he was the oldest and now he's the oldest nominee. So, um, yeah. He's never been young. Good for him. Although it's weird that you know he's getting rewarded for, it's, it kind of seems like a like a pity nomination. Like he was, he's being rewarded for stepping in on the terrible situation that was Kevin Spacey. Yeah, it's also wasn't Kevin Spacey guy. supposedly really good in it? Like, wasn't that what all the buzz was before it came out and all that other crap happened? Yeah, he so was. It seems like the role itself must have been pretty juicy. Yeah, although after seeing the movie, uh, I, I don't know, but. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's definitely in there. Uh, supporting. I remember, if you play a real person or a person that is dying or sick or anything like that, your chances automatically go up. So that's true. Um, just ask Gary Oldman. Um, but <laughs> as far as supporting actress goes, pretty much standard fare there, except uh, uh, Leslie Manville from Phantom Thread somehow squeaked in there. I don't know well, how. No one knew her name was. What's you mean that? the guy from Naked Gun was in there? No, remember, you were like, the actress is really good. I don't know her name, though. It's like, oh, that, that's her name. No, 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 that's not, <laughs> no, 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 <laughs> common misconception. That is not who you're thinking of. This is, this was, this is the sister from the movie. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Was that actually his sister? Because I feel like they never explicitly said anything. That confused yeah. me. Uh, it was his sister. Yeah, they. Are you, yeah, they said a few times that it was, she was his sister. Well, I guess I didn't get past the accent. <laughs> you needed subtitles. I didn't get past that weird ending. You want to talk about it? <laughs> uh, maybe in a spoiler cast. I mean, everyone but Steve has seen it, so, <laughs> and I don't think Steve's going to. What was the movie? Phantom Thread. <laughs> A movie I about a, a thread that haunts people. That's pretty. That's it's too. It's from the guy that directed Boogie Nights, and it's so much like Boogie Nights. It's too spooky. It's too spooky for me. I can't. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it later. You can continue. <laughs> All right. Uh, best director. Uh, we had some first-time nominees, being Jordan Peele. In fact, his first movie being nominated for uh, best director. He's uh, the best. Um, Greta Gerwig for Lady Bird. She is the fourth female director nominee ever. So congrats to her. Although it kind of feels like it was, uh, not that it wasn't deserving, but there was definitely a push late with the, uh, the whole me too and times up movement to try to get a female director in there. For a while, Lady Bird was a talk of the town and then it just stopped for months. Like I didn't hear shit about it. Now got buzz again. 
So. Yeah, but I don't think it's got buzz enough to win anything. I, th- I don't think they're going to actually pull anything out. Um, and also, first-time nominee Christopher Nolan for Best Director. Um, I, Woo! I'm pretty sure he's been nominated for Best Picture for producing, but it, this is his first uh, director uh, nomination. He didn't get anything for Batman? No, nothing for Batman. Okay. Um, and in fact, we'll actually get to that in a, in, in a little bit, but... Uh, the last uh, Best Director um, uh, note was uh, no Martin McDonough for Three Billboards. A big big Best Picture uh, uh, contender and uh, no directing nominee. Well, Sean, it subverted your expectations. Listen, Jason, it's a movie about family. It is a movie. About, it's a movie about billboards. <laughs> <laughs> have you even have you seen it? No, I want to, though. Obviously, I got more free time, so I'm going to go to the theater sometime next week i want to see that and i want to see the commuter <laughs> oh i just saw that today was it good not really <laughs> how many uh how many mushrooms did uh liam neeson eat what <laughs> oh 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 uh none okay but you didn't uh, get any magic mushrooms it's so funny because uh in the movie um first of all it has one of the worst ed- edited openings i've ever seen um and he flat out in the beginning of the movie says like he's 60 years he's 60 years old he's a former ex-cop i'm like i know exactly where this is going and um by the end of the movie they rip off spartacus so i don't know it's weird it's 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 a weird movie and has terrible cg i'll see anything with movie that guy just like like make shark movies forever because the shallows is actually like good his his Liam Neeson action movies are pretty much all the same. Didn't he say he's retiring from action movies? Yep. And then he started another one. Oh, it's funny Amazing. because in the in this one, the action is is kind. They they purposely try to like Birdman it where it's, there's no cuts, but then mm-hmm. it's terrible CG to try to connect the shots together, and it's super obvious. It's like, I don't know. It's it's. It is an interesting movie. It's not terrible, but it's just it's interesting. Oh, side note: Did you guys know that Bailey and Elias are dating? What? Wow! Yeah, she that. was dating some indie wrestler for the longest time. I guess they broke up. Oh, Scandalous! No. It's you... just your uh, daily daily dose of WWE news, ladies and gentlemen. Where'd you hear that? I'm looking on the. Uh, 343 Facebook page right now. Or I'm, I'm sorry, 434. I got dyslexic. <laughs> it says, Bailey is confirmed to be walking with Elias. Get it? Oh, wow. That's, that's, his, that's his thing. More like whacking Elias. <laughs> <laughs> there Woo! it is. You got him, yeah. Sean. Woo! When's that sex tape coming out? Here's a tie pod. <laughs> He'll be playing guitar naked. He'll be like, okay, I'm turning this off. Woo! All right. Uh, um, like, Sean. The uh, Disaster Artist, uh, only one nomination for Adaptive Screenplay. Uh, a little disappointing. Um, but since it was nominated, there's still hope that Tommy Wiseau might show up at the Oscars. I'm sure he'll be there in the <laughs> audience sitting next to Hugh Jackman. You think so? Get the, get the microphone taken away from him again. <laughs> he should present an award. Like, present the best picture. Like, oh, hi, Oscars. No, he should Maybe he should they'll do, uh, call him out in the... The opening numbers or something like that. Oh, maybe. Yeah. He should uh, present uh, best animated movie since he's a cartoon character himself. Yeah. <laughs> he's the boss baby. 
Oh my god. Um, speaking of uh, comic books, uh, Logan got a uh, best adapted screenplay nomination. Um, cool. Yeah, as it should. Uh, it, it becomes the second comic book movie to ever be nominated in one of the top five categories. Uh, I loved that movie. I don't know what my favorite movie of last year was. It's either Logan, Independence Day. Shut up. Or um, wait, that wasn't last year. Just roll with me. Or Get Out. <laughs> His favorite movie of every year. Yeah. No, I'm torn between Logan or Get Out. Those were fucking amazing movies. Well, uh, can anyone guess what the first comic book movie that got nominated in the top five categories? Spider-Man. Uh, I'm going to say A History of Violence. Dark Knight. Oh, yeah. I guess that technically was a comic But it's not really viewed. As, it's... Mm, well, what are you asking about? Are you asking about a superhero movie then? I guess. Dark Knight. <laughs> yeah, it's Dark Knight. For, uh, obviously, Heath Ledger. Obviously. Um, obviously. Can you believe that movie is almost 10 years old? <laughs> I just watched it the other night. I was like, wow. <laughs> Camp- like 10th anniversary Camp- screenings of it. I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> that was a great movie. I'll wait another 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, some more history. Uh, uh, the Netflix movie Mudbound. Um, the director of photography, her name is Rachel Morrison. She was nominated. She became the first ever female nominated in that category. Cool. Good for her. Who That's knew great. females knew how to be cinematographers? That's crazy. It's amazing. It's like they can do all the stuff men can. And now, <laughs> she's gonna, now she's going to beat Roger Deakins. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the last uh, notable thing is uh, the category for short film, a- uh, short animated film. Uh, there's a movie called Dear Basketball, and one of the nominees is Kobe Bryant. So Kobe uh, is nominated oh? for an Oscar. <laughs> uh, sure. Okay. I mean, kids are eating Tide Pods nowadays. <laughs> Nothing's out of the realm of possibility. Yep. So uh, those those are the notable things from the Oscar nominations. Uh, any anything that you guys uh, notice? Uh, I'm just gonna say that uh, if Baby Driver doesn't win Best Film Editing, uh, probably a problem. But <laughs> just saying, out of those movies that are nominated, yeah, for for the editing. Yeah. Do you guys think Randy Quaid will come back and present an award? No. He's, he's, <laughs> he comes on stage, he's like, hello, boys, I'm back. No. I don't think he's allowed in the that, country. Uh, Randy, Quaid, Randy Quaid is apparently going to be at uh, Monster Mania in March. Oh, my what? God. Oh, wow. <laughs> Where's that at? Is that in Philly? No, it's uh, Cherry, Cherry Hill. Hill. I think I know what I'm doing. Come and hang out with you guys. Nah, I'm good that weekend. been there a few times. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> All right. Anyway, moving on. Speaking of uh, the Oscars, let's talk about the Razzies, um, the worst of uh, of the year. Um, the two uh, big uh, nomination uh, movies, uh, Transformers Last Night, uh, Jason's third favorite movie of the year. Yep. Um, nine total nominations by the Razzies. And uh, the in second place is uh, Dan's favorite movie from last year, Fifty Shades Darker. With uh, eight nominations total. It's so dark, I didn't even see it. Woo! Wow. Are you going to see Fifty Shades Freed? Uh, that, was, that was part of the bit that, that we're, we're doing now. Since I haven't seen any of the other movies, I'm just going to see the last one. Oh, okay. I mean, you'll get caught up right away, I'm sure. Um, but those two join uh, The Mummy, 
Uh, that's Jason's fa- se- fourth favorite movie from last year. Yep. Um, Baywatch, a- another favorite from Jason. No, that movie sucked. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and the Emoji Movie for the worst picture nominees. Good. That's on par with my love for Independence Day. <laughs> Do you guys know that the Twitter logo saves the day in the Emoji Movies? An Emoji Movie. Wow. Wait, you spoilers, you, everybody. You saw the Emoji Movie? Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. Maybe it was just Tide Pod, Sean. That's up for <laughs> you to decide. Jason saw it. Well, then he has something in common with what Saudi Arabia is about to deal with. <laughs> so did you Did you also see Boss Baby? No, I didn't see any of that crap. Who do you think I am? I just dabbed. Woo! <laughs> burr, 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 burr. Dabbing on the haters. All right. Uh, well, in that case, let's move on to some news for this week. Uh, let's talk a, a, a little bit of Marvel, a little Marvel news. Um, Jason, are you excited for Ant-Man and the Wasp? Yeah. Ant-Man 1 was legitimately good. I liked it a lot. I like it a lot. Ant-Man and the Wasp should be good, too. Yeah, uh, I like the picture that they put out of her. That's what, her, that's what her I'm about suit. to bring up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they released a new photo, and uh, the Internet went a little crazy when they looked at the new Wasp costume. Uh, I don't, I'm going to send this picture to you guys, and you tell me, well, if it actually goes into the chat here, uh, <laughs> you tell me what it looks like, because the costume has a de- uh, interesting look to it. And Does it look like uh, Ugandan Knuckles? Nope. <laughs> she knows the way she can use the power for the queen. <laughs> I spit on you, brother. <laughs> Oh, man. Dude, that's all from fucking Steam VR chat. Like, dude, I yeah, want yeah. VR chat yeah. so bad. I was watching Video Game Donkey do it, and he he was like running around talking to Hank Hill, and some guy was at it was in a Hank Hill avatar, going like, "Whoa, whoa, Bobby!" It was the funniest fucking thing. Uh, where's this picture, Sean? I'm fuck. It, it's not copying and pasting. Hold on. Just oh, go no. to the Facebook chat. Here it it it, it should be coming now. Here we go. Okay. Oh. My, there it is. Oh my! What is oh, that? That's a that's a girl, all right. Yeah, Ooh. but what does what does that look like? Really bland. That is a that's a wiener. Oh, see, a, that is, <laughs> oh, it looks like a wiener. I see it now. That's a, that's, that's <laughs> a penis. That, that design a... that everyone's talking about is actually just like the normal logo that's kind of on Wasp's modern costumes. So it's like black with that yellow. Mm-hmm. Uh, midsection area so i mean it's similar to the the design they went with for ant-man i guess but i mean if that's what they're talking about her looking like she has a dick pointing to her crotch then <laughs> sure <laughs> mike but, do you see the penis I mean, <laughs> yes i do what i what i find interesting is that people are talking about this now but uh, the actress has already shared a picture. Well, they of this. released pictures of the suit before, and it didn't look like that. It didn't have that I'm, I'm yellow. Look, I'm looking. I'm looking at a picture of it right now that was released back in August, and it looks exactly the same, except she's not wearing a helmet. I could have sworn on that one didn't have the yellow in the middle. But I, I guess it's the angle. Yeah. I don't know. You know, you know what they say: it. the angle, the dangle. I was just trying to say, "Draws the <laughs> angle, the dangle." <laughs> By the way, I think I like. I really like Ant Man's mask. I didn't really. I didn't like the one he was using in uh, Civil War. Um, this looks like the one from the original Ant-Man. It looks good. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I don't uh, really probably be like a stripe over the wasp's uh, stomach or something like that to mask the penis. 
<laughs> I think That's the Accentuate it. Just <laughs> lean into it. <laughs> Paul Rudd should do something. He's like, you know, that uh, looks like a penis. <laughs> just like right off the bat, like and five and minutes. They just need to have uh, Michael Pena subtly reference it in one of his like spitballing uh, montage conversations that he'll have at the end of the movie. It's sure. funny is everybody thought that that was an Edgar Wright holdover, and apparently that was written after Edgar Wright left. Like those. It was genius. Genius, yeah. Jerry. He'll be like, yo, man, I went to an erotic bake shop, tried to get this tailored, something, something like that. Yeah, see, that, that's the same design on the Wasp's midsection, so. Yeah, but the difference is, is that it's kind of split where the balls are, so <laughs> it's <laughs> that's not. That's a problem. It's not, and it's probably because she has comic boobs, whereas in real life she doesn't have comic boobs. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, do you guys think they'll uh, replace Michael Douglas in this movie with Christopher Plummer since um, Michael know, Douglas that, has sex allegations now? That story never did come out, did it? I, I, I never saw anything. I remember seeing... Well, there's so many of them that piled up all at the same time that there's got to be some of them that didn't really hold any water. Like, who knows which ones... Yeah. Like, what if What if Christopher Plummer has sex allegations soon? Like, who's going to replace him? Joe Pesci. I, I, I don't think it, no. <laughs> <laughs> Joe yeah. Pesci, oh my god. What, you Ooh. think I'm some kind of fucking sex addict? <laughs> Sean, are you there? Are you eating Tide Pods? No, I'm, I'm looking up the Michael Douglas thing to see what, what the hell's happened. Oh. What's happened? Uh, see, I'm looking at the picture of the wasp with her mask off from months ago, and it doesn't have the yellow. It just has that shape. So I don't know if they colored it differently or what. Yeah, but I, don't, I, don't, I don't really see a whole lot of yellow in this image with the helmet other than the yellow in her visor. There is no, the midsection's all gold. If you look at the giant dick shape, it's, it's, <laughs> it's not. I, I, I think it would must be just the lighting of the scene then. Mm. Maybe there's subtly gold in there, and in the previous picture, the lighting hides it. There's uh, wiener emphasis. Okay, so uh, they're, they're starting to lean into it now. <laughs> apparently, this person who's cl- uh, has claims against Michael Douglas. Apparently, she was an author and journalist who was working with uh, Michael Douglas, and she claims yeah, that. Oh yeah, that. I think it's it's the lighting in that one. Yeah, that does not look nearly as penis prominent. But, but you see, it doesn't have the gold like visible, so I think they added that in. Yeah. Because I was complaining, like, where's the gold in her costume when I saw that first picture? They heard so. you, Dan. <laughs> I like, know. gold in this bad boy. I don't know. I, like I mean, I zo- you zoom into it, and it looks like gold. Well, not like... And about as much gold as, you know, Superman's costume is blue in uh, BVS. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, on, I on the that. cover of Justice League, my God. It's bright. <laughs> uh, apparently, Michael Douglas uh, was rubbing his private parts in front of her. Why do oh. these older men keep doing that? It must be like a generational thing. Like if a this call. was a while ago, he might not have been that old. Yeah, apparently it was right. 30 years ago. <laughs> oh no um, she says uh, Michael unzipped his chinos and I registered something amiss 
Uh, still complimenting my additions to our ET imitation. His voice lowered at least half an octave. I peered at him and he, and saw he inserted both hands into his unzipped pants. I realized to my horror he was rubbing his private parts. Within seconds, oh. his voice cracked and it appeared he he appe- and it appeared to me he had an orgasm. Oh God, that's ew. That's disgusting. <laughs> and has and has any of this been confirmed or it's just all no it's speculation. It, none of it's been confirmed. Obviously, it's it was. I hope it's not. It was a story that was given to the Hollywood Reporter, but like it doesn't seem like anyone's really picked up on it that much. Mm. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Well, Michael Douglas seems like a cool guy, so I hope none of this is true. But uh, we got Michelle Pfeiffer as uh, Janet Van Dyne to, to take over the reins, so it's fine. <laughs> it says here that, uh, replace uh, uh, eventually they're going to get to the point where Michael Douglas has to beat his wife because that's what Hank Pym does. Oh so. lord. Well, she's used to getting beaten up by Batman. <laughs> uh, all right, go ahead and continue, John. I'm just looking more at this Michael Douglas thing. Apparently, he thanked her afterwards. I oh, bet he did. And he tried to get her to sign a confidentiality agreement. I, I bet he did. And then apparently <laughs> oh, fired Lord. her afterwards. Yeah. Jesus, that's awful. Know. Michael, uh, he he denies everything, but who knows. Whatever. Anyway, moving on. Let's talk a little that Star Wars. Specifically, the the Last Jedi. Um, apparently- oh, my favorite! <laughs> we gotta keep talking about this movie. <laughs> yeah, we have another two years to talk about it. Oh, oh no! Which, by oh, the way, yeah, the solo trailer was supposed to drop today. It never did. There was a rumor it was going to drop today, but nothing. Um, that trailer's never coming out. <laughs> that would be funny though if it just showed up in theaters, no trailer whatsoever. It's like hey, it'll, it'll just it'll end up being a uh, Disney streaming exclusive. <laughs> but uh, anyway, going back to the Last Jedi, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who uh, actually appears, his voice appears in the Last Jedi briefly. Um, he, he's had enough of the backlash against the last Jedi and he actually released a 2000 word essay, uh, oh my God. defending the movie. He's really hurting for work, isn't he? Yeah, why don't you go back and play Robin there, buddy? <laughs> oh have yeah. Robin be your actual <laughs> name. Yeah. Go back and have Robin be your actual name. Why don't you use your real name? Robin. Yeah. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Um, he, he hits on a, a bunch of different, uh, parts of the movie. Uh, he, he talks about, he defends the portrayal of Luke in the movie. He says, quote, leaving Luke unchanged, uh, would have been a huge missed opportunity. Think about how rare this is. A trilogy of movies is made with a young protagonist played by an actor in his twenties. Then no fewer than 40 years later, this actor gets to play the same character as an older man. I don't know how many times that that has ever happened in the history of movies. Has it ever happened? Not the, uh, not the best of my knowledge. Well, maybe not young man, but how? what, what was the uh, difference between uh, fucking Color of Money and Hustler? Scorsese. 
<laughs> Thank you for your insight. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> Paul Newman, he, he aged considerably between those two movies, I believe. It sounds like his defense is that no one stays the same for that long of time. I think that's what he's trying to get at. I think Luke's I portrayal... Think Paul Newman actually started out as the protagonist of The Hustler and was the antagonist of The Color of Money. Hmm. Anyway. I think Luke's portrayal, at least to me, is the least offensive thing in this movie. I was perfectly fine with it, barring a few things. I thought it was pretty... I thought he, I thought Mark Hamill was honestly the best part of this whole movie. My issues lie with like the story and the pacing and a few of the other things, you know, the whole subverting expectations joke we keep making. But there's some real weight to that, too. What else does uh, JGL say? Well, he also defends Disney and Lucasfilm for, for the risk-taking. He says, uh, quote, uh, I think this is in the middle of a sentence. He says, that a big Hollywood studio would take such risks on a, such a big property, again, to present their central hero in a drastically different light than ever before, to unflinchingly deliver the ominous message that even the most pure-hearted idealists can struggle through darkness and doubt. These are not the kinds of decisions that get made when short-term profitability is prioritized above all else. The- so, first of all, I, you mean to tell me that Disney, Disney was always going to make money on this. They could have had everyone die within like the first act, and the movie still, I think, would have made a lot of money. And secondly, it's like, what kind? I don't. The whole theme of like uh, fear and failure that's throughout this whole movie, like that's I don't know. It just doesn't seem Star Wars to me. I mean, there's some, there's a little bit of that in Empire. It's just I think it's more tastefully done in Empire. Uh, he says these are risks taken in the interest of building a world that is not only good for selling popcorn and action figures this year. But that thrives yeah, about those action figures. <laughs> but that thrives in the long run on a bed of liter- literally substance and artistic dignity. As a fan, I take it as a sign of respect that the movie was not only a good time, but a provocative challenge. A lot of studios and filmmakers don't think so highly of their audiences. Well, listen, everyone's entitled to their own opinion, but you know, if you like the movie, that's totally fine. I didn't really like the movie. It was a disappointment. And, uh, yeah, that's all I have to say. <laughs> what does everybody else think of this essay? What about you, Sean? I mean, uh, I'll have to read it. So, <laughs> Well, it's only 2,000 words, but uh, I don't know. I feel like uh, he's coming at it in a very broad sense. Um, he does go on to say about how, uh, you know, you're not wrong to criticize it. So he, he kind of does play both sides a little bit, but, um, you know, he's also, you know, good friends with Ryan Johnson. So, mm. um, I don't know. I, I don't want to say that there's some favoritism there, but you know, you can't overlook that part. Yeah. He's been in every single one of his films. So even yeah. a small cameo or whatever, but uh, I mean, I like the last Jedi, so good. Yeah. Now get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm kidding. I, I mean, Last Jedi wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen. I, I saw it twice, but it's just like it just didn't feel like a Star Wars movie to me. It was like I don't know. I can't I can't place my finger on it. It's like it was the first Star Wars movie I've ever seen where I, when after I left, I had no desire to see it again. And the only reason I did is because my I took my girlfriend to see it. But um, you know, Jason, you know what's gonna f- feel like a really good Star Wars movie? Solo. Solo. It's gonna make you feel all Star Warsy. 
<laughs> Honestly, what if that's actually more Star Warsy than the Last Jedi? That would be funny. That'd be the. Uh, I guarantee you, it will be. That doesn't mean it's going to yeah. be good. <laughs> True. Yeah. I don't know. It was just the constant, like, just like I said, like the the theme of failure and like everyone just getting their ass kicked in Star Wars, and then like characters like Captain Phasma, who I really wanted to see getting like fucking off, not off screen, getting destroyed in two seconds. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Last Jedi subverted my expectations, but not for the better. <laughs> I am slightly disappointed that he doesn't bring up about the sea cow in his uh, essay. <laughs> no, that was the yeah. best character. Because I mean, really, alien, the titty milk. Yeah, I really feel like he could have uh, wrote a two thousand word essay just on that scene alone. Yeah, you know, I say I saw Last Jedi again because I took my girlfriend, but I lied. I really saw it for the sea cow. <laughs> I saw that there was a there was a great tweet after the Oscar nominations came out, and it was. Uh, Saying we uh, the the biggest snub for best supporting actor and it was a sea cow. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> no, I just think about Lego Batman. They get nominated under animated features. I think they I think the Academy has something against Lego movies because the Lego movie wasn't nominated either. Yeah, that was a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. I love the Lego. I love the Lego movie. <laughs> Me and Sean went and saw it for free with a bunch of fucking kids. <laughs> I know, and they were doing trivia beforehand. <laughs> And uh, oh, didn't you, did, Dan, didn't you uh, get in on that? Yeah. No, the kids uh, I was talking. <laughs> I, uh, okay. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Okay. Wait, so did you take, did you have these kids pay for your entry into the theater <laughs> or did like, <laughs> what? No, 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 no. You said you got in for free with a bunch of kids, so I thought you traveled with them. I, I didn't mean like. Uh, we travel. We just got free tickets, and we showed up, and it just happened to be a screening. Oh, I was like, I you were really... with like several children. No. I'm like, what? Oh my Where's god! Hey. No, 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 no. We 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 hijacked their school trip to go see the Lego Movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you took the you took the school bus like Dark Knight, and you just got on. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, we put the bomb on the other bus. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. I. Dan was getting on the bus. He's like, no, no, no. I kill the bus driver. Do you, do you remember when uh, when uh, when we were at the screening, we saw that guy who was in that full trench coat who looked really creepy? Yeah. What, 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 Mike's not saying anything. Flasher. <laughs> he was a flasher. <laughs> the flasher is my favorite superhero. It's like... Um, a few years ago, when that Jack Black Ghostbusters movie came out, I, I, I went, I, me and my cousin went to go see it, and it was me and just a theater full of children. And I felt so like, what was that? Ghostbusters, and there was no Jack Black Ghostbusters movie. So I'm just, yeah, what are you talking about? Oh, Goosebumps. Sorry. Did I say Ghostbusters? Yes. I meant to say Jack Black. Well, Jack Black Ghostbusters would be pretty cool, but Jack Black Goosebumps, when I saw that with my cousin, it was just a theater full of. A children and I felt so uh, self-conscious. I'm like, why am I here? <laughs> I thought you were talking about the because you uh, fit in. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were you were talking about the Be Kind Rewind movie, um, because they do that Ghostbusters yeah. parody. <laughs> I never sweated. saw that. Well, it's Jack Black and Ghostbusters. There you go. Yeah, perfect. That is true. Much better movie too. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, all right, let's move on. Uh, Jason, Twitter, why don't you get that thing open? Do we have any questions for this week? Uh, I'm doing it right now. Uh... In the meantime, uh, uh, Mike, fill some time. I saw Call Me By Your Name today. 
Oh, actually, didn't wasn't it "Call Me by Yo"? Yes, <laughs> I, I, my my ticket displayed it as "Call Me by Yo." I really hey, so, which was very appropriate because it was quite a ghetto theater. Hi, <laughs> yo. Were you, were you the only one in the theater? Uh, for a little while. Eventually, I, there were like seven of us total. But the theater, I will. I don't think I'll ever go back here because it, it was one of the few theaters in my area that was actually still playing it. Because uh, the only theater that I think in my area that was playing it before was AMC because they'll play some of the more indie stuff sometimes. Um, but I wanted to just see the rest of the uh, best nom- best picture nominees, so I went out and saw it at a different theater. I forget what the, the brand name was, but like it was. Not it wasn't a mom and pop place, but it wasn't like a known commodity. Mm-hmm. But it worked with Movie Pass, so I decided to go there. It was only like twenty minutes away, and uh, and what'd you think? Well, the movie itself was it was fine. Okay. It was a tasty peach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I get it. I, I the, the one thing that stuck out to me was the actual title. That whole "Call Me by Your Name" shtick that they had going on, I thought was fucking stupid. But uh, who's in the movie? Uh, Army, the Lone Ranger, and uh, oh, that's right, Army Hammer, and some young skinny boy. <laughs> what do you guys feel about the fact that uh, the remake of Suspiria is by that same director, and it's already done, and they're just waiting to release it, starring uh, Dakota Johnson and Chloe Grace Moretz? I think it'll look good. No, I, no, it won't. I don't know. I'm oh, Mike. Be- when we saw um, Phantom Thread the other day, we saw what was the name of the trailer or the movie we saw a trailer of with Anton Yelchin in it? Oh, uh, he's back. Thoroughbreds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that that, that movie the, the witch crazy. brought him back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it was uh, Anna Taylor Johnson and um, oh, that's right, it was her and some some other actress I don't remember who, but they were like uh, plan- planning from uh, Bates Motel. Yeah, they were planning to kill like their dad, and Anton Yelchin was helping them, and like. I'm like, man, how long ago did they film this movie? Because didn't he die like three years ago? I think he still has another movie still after Thoroughbreds, if I'm not mistaken. Damn. He had a bunch of stuff in the can, and he was filming something else, too. Poor guy. Great actor. Gone too soon. R.I.P. Now, Mike, anyway. I, I need to know, what did you think of the milking scene in uh, Call Me By Your Name? The milking scene? Yeah. You were uh, Luke we... milks the sea cow? Yes. Oh, when he milks the peach. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's like okay. I guess we were all young. Uh, we were all impressionable teenagers at one point. But uh... Mike, if you could take <laughs> any fruit to stick your dick in, what would it be? Oh my god. <sighs> I mean, I'm a glutton for pain, so pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. All right. So let's get to Q and A. Uh, the only question this week is from the imposter Jason Green with the E at the end of his name. And this bastard asks us, who should win Best Picture? Um, I don't know. I'm torn between Get Out and Logan, but I'm leaning more towards Get Out. Well, only one of those is nominated, so. <laughs> I want Get Out to win. That sucks. Well, good, because that's the one that's nominated. Yes. Two. You're right. So I, made the, I made the right choice. What about you guys? Um, water. Yeah, I mean, uh, since Blade Runner is not nominated, um, I'll have to go with the next highest uh, movie on my top ten list, which would be The Shape of Water. So I'll go with that. 
Oh, actually, I forgot three bill. Um, yeah, three, three billboards. Mine. Uh, yeah, I'm very on the fence between the two of them. I'm thinking I would just lean a little bit more towards Shape of Water. Also, who are these people that are calling The Shape of Water a horror movie? People as a monster. I keep seeing people saying, "Oh, we have two horror movies nominated this year." I'm like, "Shape of Water is not a horror movie." What they did to him was horrible. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. They they saw Michael Shannon's eyes and they just figured it's <laughs> yeah. a horror movie. Uh, I feel like I'm the only one right. who liked uh, Good Time. I don't see that anywhere on here. I like Good Time. Was it a good time? I think that might have been my favorite movie of the year, and uh, I see nothing about it anywhere. Well, it was, it was, I was small. I, yeah. I still need to see it because it's one that I wanted to see. But uh, I was hearing about they were saying that he should be nominated. Robert Pattinson should be nominated for that one. Yeah, I mean, like, like get anything out of it, like his performance, you forget it's him. Yeah, I think it's just one of those things where it's like A twenty four could only promote so many movies this year so that was, uh, that was neon and i guess they threw all their eggs in the i time basket no that wasn't neon yeah. was it good good time yeah because i had never heard of neon before that i was like what the fuck is this unless i am oh no 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 you are sadly mistaken there uh it I, is a24 oh no what the hell you mike okay. go the hell away mike uh, just eat your really... tide pods Take Sorry. the Tully and get the Tide Pod and get the fuck out of Pretty here. Pretty for that, uh, that Neon is somehow an arm of uh, Alamo Drafthouse, if I'm not mistaken. Because Tim League is the guy that's in charge of it. So I love Alamo Drafthouse. They have great food, great movies, and Movie Pass works there. So hell yeah! Oh, d- isn't that where you went to go see Phantom Thread? Yeah, but we yeah, didn't but use we, Movie Pass. <laughs> we saw it, in, it was playing in 70mm and they wouldn't uh, yeah. accept Movie Pass for that. Yeah, how did how did it look in seventy? It was good. Yeah, it's fine. It looked really good. <laughs> it didn't add anything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it looked good. It wasn't like the, the movie looks good. It looked well, good, but it, was it also shot wasn't shot. In yeah, shot thirty-five yeah. blown up, and I was like, okay, so I can really see the green. That's all you're at. That's, that's all you. <laughs> it was real. The dresses, I could just reach out and touch them. So anyway, what's next? That was the only question for today, everybody. Remember, you can tweet out blah blah pod one if you want to ask. Someone's us scratching records. What's going on there? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's next? Hello. <laughs> Hello. Um, we for the records drop again. I don't know. I don't know what that was. Uh, before we go into uh, miscellaneous, real quick, um, we are. Just a little bit over a month away from our next tournament, uh, which is our the second edition of the March Monster Madness tournament. Uh, Woo! As we announced before, uh, last year we did all horror villains. This year we're doing uh, actual movie monsters, um, specifically more so the the bigger ones. Um, and uh, to lead up to um, the tournament this year, we're going to be announcing bef- before we even throw out the bracket, we're going to be announcing some of the participants, uh, e- each week, uh, going into the tournament. Um, and, uh, yeah, so we have eight, uh, this week, eight participants. So are you guys ready to hear who will be battling in the tournament? Drum roll. Yes, Brrr, yes I am. All right. Our first combatant 
is, of course, the probably will be the number one seed, uh, and that is Godzilla. Ah. Oh no, he died. <laughs> <laughs> when did Godzilla become a cat? <laughs> oh God. Um, are, are we uh, on, on canon locking which Godzilla that would be now since there's the fat the fat one? Three options technically. One that got the one that got body shamed for being fat. <laughs> <laughs> or the one from the I, Royal I Network there's movie. More than, there's more than three options, I would say. I know, like every time they re- every time eras. they rebooted the era, it's a new Godzilla. So yeah, Long hey, you should watch the Godzilla. It's the one from one from Shin Godzilla. Fuck. <laughs> Have you guys Long seen that, that Netflix Godzilla anime? Yeah. Well, oh yeah. Good. I saw a trailer. I didn't watch it yet. Mike, what'd you say about it? I didn't think it was that very good. Mm. I'll watch it anyway. I watched the. This is off topic, but I watched Devil Man Cry Baby. I enjoyed that. Dude, I just I'm. Holy fuck, dude! I'm like four episodes into that, and it is the weirdest show I've ever seen in my life. Because <laughs> it's so weird. It's so fucking weird. Like when he gets possessed by the devil and he starts running around the track like a monster, the high school field track, and nobody says anything. And they're just yeah. like, oh, th- there goes whatever this Japanese name is. And um, I was like, I'm fucking like laughing my head off. It was the weirdest show ever, but I can't stop watching it. It's so funny. All right. Anyway. <laughs> uh, our next uh, entrant uh, to announce is the giant troll from Troll Hunters. Oh my god! Oh, the troll hunters. My bad. He hates, he hates Christians. Smell <laughs> <laughs> uh, the blood of Christian men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the uh, the next uh, entry is going to be the dragon from the movie Reign of Fire. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, wasn't Matthew McConaughey in that movie? And he was like bald. Yep. Yep. Was I remember the Bale? rain. The Reign of Bale. Fire. The, the Reign of Fire PS2 game. It was like a car combat game. It was what? so bad. They made a game yeah, of the movie? No. no. It just had the same title. Oh. I re- there was one. I remember playing it. Keep, keep talking. I'll find it. <laughs> uh, the next entrant is going to be the Queen Harvester from Independence Day. Aha. Ah. Bill Bill Pullman really uh, did nothing. Took a beating. <laughs> took a beating. Yeah, see, Rain of Fire on PS2. I found a YouTube video. It's like you're just in a jeep the whole time shooting the dragons. So bad. It was oh. like one of the games my grandma gave me. Like, here you go, Jay. You like this, <laughs> well, when, you said, when you said car combat, I thought you meant something like Twisted Metal. No, like, but so. speaking of Twisted Metal knockoffs, you guys remember that WWE oh, Twisted yeah. Metal knockoff game? Oh, uh, called like Carmageddon. How could I forget? No, you're you're both right. There was the, the, I don't know if it was called Carmageddon, but there was the one that was like that. And Rush Hour were both twisted metal knockoffs. I think <laughs> uh, um, the Rush Hour one was for platforms, Crush. and the other one was Crush, Crush Hour. Or, no. Yeah, uh, I had that game too. And I think the one Jason's talking about was for like Game Boy Advance or something like that. Crush Hour? No, that was for PS2. Well, no, 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 no. The one that you're talking about. The other one, I don't know if it would be called Carmageddon, because Carmageddon was its own game series, like a violent death race type game. They so. definitely had two different ones. I I, I remember that. But anyway, uh, <laughs> the uh, the next uh, entrant Jeez. is going to be the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man from Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, We also have uh, the Hydra. From Jason and the Argonauts. 
Hail Hydra. That's the movie I was named <laughs> off of. <laughs> Uh, our next one is going to be the Cloverfield monster. Jason, 10 years old. We won't be able to see it because the camera won't focus on it. Yeah, and then it'll eat uh, TJ Miller. <laughs> yeah, and then he'll be replaced by Christopher Plummer. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason he got eaten. Maybe that's why Michael Bay killed him off so violently in that one Transformers movie. Yeah. Kaboom! <laughs> Christopher Plummer was in a Transformers movie? Not yet. No, TJ Miller. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, the last name that we're announcing for this week is Rodan. Ah! You can fly around, and <laughs> fly around and be a useless pterodactyl. He doesn't even have arms. His little wing grabby thing. <laughs> They're gross. Steve, you should just do the, the sound effects for Rodan. Yeah, you guys, you guys just like be talking about the battle. I'll just be making like the, the fight noise in the background, like. Yeah, to be like Steve, what would this sound like? Uh, odds <laughs> are, we're not gonna get a look at what the remake Rodan's gonna look like. That's kind of. I know it probably looks a lot better. <laughs> All right, well, uh, that's uh, that's the eight that we have for this week. We'll have another eight uh, uh, announcements for next week. But until then, let's uh, move on to miscellaneous. What the fuck? Right in my ass. Ah, ah. Rodan. Oh, Rodan, he's here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our first story. Ikea is offering a discount to customers if you pee on their new ad. Wow. Whoa. 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 I don't think Back that's up a little in there. America. I think it's somewhere else that they're that's doing That's very it. Swedish. That is very Swedish. Uh, IKEA's latest magazine ad in Sweden is causing a yep. sp- <laughs> it's causing a splash. Hold <laughs> uh, it. Ah, uh, get it. Thanks to its revolutionary built-in pregnancy test, <laughs> which uh, expect <laughs> which expectant mo- mothers can claim for uh, can claim for a discount on cribs. That's I mean that's clever. I get what they're going for, but like, what if a guy like me walked in like I peed on it? Can I get a crib? <laughs> Well, it wouldn't work because you wouldn't set the test positive. Unless you're pregnant, it's not going to work. <laughs> yeah. If you're if you're a guy and you pee on a pregnancy test and it comes back pregnant, that means that you have virtually no testosterone in your system and you need to go to the doctor right now. <laughs> or you're Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, or you're Arnold. Ah, look, I'm pregnant. Can't you see? I want to crib for the baby. <laughs> Let me pee on your test. <laughs> Uh, the ad uses a similar technology to your standard pregnancy test, but rather than a yes or no symbol showing up, the page will give you a coupon for a discount crib if you're pregnant. Wow. And when you tell Arnold Schwarzenegger no, he starts doing the sounds from Total Recall. He's like, ah! ah His eyeballs start popping out. <laughs> Man, I got five kids to feed. <laughs> that was Schwarzenegger's best line. The uh, the agency who came up with the idea, they said, quote, in order to make the inter- interactive uh, functions of this ad work in reality, we had to make several technical advancements where the pregnancy hormones would result in a color change of the ink. Uh, the, huh. the, yeah, the, uh, the revealed coupon is valid to use in any Sweden IKEA store. However, the deal is not available outside of the country. <laughs> oh, no, I can't. Damn. Oh, <laughs> 
Mike tells me all the time how many, how much he wants to pee on pregnancy tests. Don't you, Mike? How much I want to or how much I do? <laughs> he's, every day you, you he's buying a box. at the dollar store, man. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's like, like, this is going to nope, be the day. Nope. It's going to be the it. day. It says yes. <laughs> cricket, cricket. <laughs> Continue. Our next story. A man in China had an iPhone battery explode in his face while attempting to... Oh, shit! <laughs> while oh, it... Jesus. <laughs> while... While attempting to bite into it. What? Okay, I, don't feel, I don't feel as bad. I don't feel as bad. Uh, I thought you were talking about a Samsung phone there for a second. Hey, mine hasn't exploded yet. My phone's pretty beat up. Oh, uh, Sean, please put in a, uh, an explosion sound effect. <laughs> Boom! The, uh, the man was looking to purchase a battery at a store and wanted to test the authentic- authenticity of the battery, which uh, literally blew up in his face. It's not gold. Can't bite it. To check. Well, apparently, it's uh, make sure it's real. <laughs> apparently it's common for people in China to authenticate pieces of gold by biting into it. However, the man thought he could use the same test on a battery. Ugh. You guys want to play iPhone roulette, and we'll all bite into our phones now and see which one blows up. <laughs> when he bit into the battery, time paused, and all of a sudden, the curb your enthusiasm music came on. Bum 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 bum. Or it's like record scratch, and it's him like, I bet you're wondering how I got myself into the situation. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Apparently, knockoff batteries are very common throughout China, which would explain why he was testing it. I Um, get that, but... (laughs) Yeah, I know. Uh, Luckily, the man wasn't seriously hurt from the explosion, uh, and no word if he ended up actually purchasing the battery. (laughs) Yeah, he's like, I'll take two. It works great. I'll take. I'll take. He wanted. He wanted I want an extra one so I can bite into it. Again. <laughs> he wanted it to blow up. That was his plan the whole time. He subverted your expectations. Oh, you know, it's really just a story about family. <laughs> it is. He had to. He had to get batteries for his family. Yeah. Star Wars, the phone battery. <laughs> Speaking of family, our next story. Uh, Pornographic advertising and images have reportedly been found hiding in children's smartphone games available on Google Play. Uh, oh, this is like this today. I was reading about this today. This is like back in the day when Disney movies had like dicks drawn in them and like titties and stuff like that. You remember that? Like the priest in Little Mermaid had a boner. Oh yeah. And if you look at the, apparently, in, like, apparently when Simba's looking in the sky in Lion King, if you connect the stars, it says, "Let's have sex." No, it's it's when uh, Simba lays down in the sand, like billows up into the into the sky, and it says "sex." Even oh, though, yeah. like the animator says, like no, it says VFX for like video effects, but it's like no, dude, it says "sex," yeah, and it's not, like not, I think it's the rescuers. I, I think it's in the rescuers down uh, one of the rescue rescuers films when they're like going past the house, you clearly see a actual picture of a naked lady in like one of the apartment windows. Yeah, that one's like a, real. Like a frame. Uh, the Little Mermaid one's not real. Uh, that's his knee. That's not a boner. And, oh, it was edited uh, out. His knee. <laughs> um, Look at that knee. And uh, you you forgot to mention the one, uh, the Little Mermaid VHS cover with the the penis drawn into the the castle. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> There's a few others too, I think. Oh, the, this is one that I heard. Down with... Under in the apartment with the porno. That's what he just said. 
yeah. yeah. There, there, there's one that I that I heard with my own two ears. And um, back in uh, middle school, I have the original. I have a few of the original like uh, Disney VHSs. You know, when they come in those big thick boxes. And I have um, Aladdin. And back in like sixth grade, my my old friend John. Shout out. Oh, to John, I've heard this one. And um, he told me that in one of the scenes, in the scene where Aladdin meets Jasmine, and uh, the tiger, I don't remember the tiger's name, tries to, like, get him. And he says off screen to Jasmine, he's like, take off your clothes. And John fast forwarded it to that. I remember this like it was yesterday. He went to that scene. And we turn up the volume as loud as it can go, and Aladdin really does say that. It sounds I don't no, know. No, he doesn't if, say that. He it sounds like he says that. He's just like, take off your clothes. No, let me just tell like you, that. No, I was me, like, oh my god. Let me tell you what happened. You were watching it on a shitty VHS tape, and the audio was terrible, and that's why it sounded like that. I'll bring it over to your house, Sean. When we I hang don't have out. a v- VCR. I don't think anybody does anymore. <laughs> It's probably on YouTube. It's probably yeah. My parents have a VCR. It's probably on YouTube somewhere. We'll go find anyway. It. Yeah. So anyway, these these porn images are being snuck into kids' iPhone games. Yeah, it's a it's a virus which is called uh, adult swine. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, very very appropriate. It's uh, made up of uh, pop up adverts with adult pictures which appear in the middle of children's video games and in some instances. <laughs> prompts uh the users to download fake antivirus apps that's terrible i was expecting it to say uh like makes them buy currency to to get away from the screen or something because kids are like oh i gotta pay to do this maybe you ever see those screen locks there's yeah. they, they do that trip people there's actually screen locks to get you to pay to get past them I'm like how how gullible can people be yeah seriously by the way have any of you guys ever been caught on porn do what? Wait, like when you were younger, like did you guys get porn? Did you, when you were when you guys were younger, did you get caught watching porn? Oh, I thought you meant like caught someone watching you in a porn video. In a porn? <laughs> no. Uh, no, no, no. I remember, I mean, maybe. I remember like it was yesterday. I was in Mustache Riders <laughs> Five, and they got me. Backdoor sluts ten. Uh, no. Uh, to answer your question. Yeah, me neither. Woo! Not yet, anyway. Unless you count Game of I Thrones. Have... I, I have a story. Uh oh. <laughs> so, so, oh god. So, I had an old laptop. Like uh, it was a hand-me-down from my cousin when I was a, uh, like oh man, I must have been maybe thirteen or fourteen. Oh yeah. And uh, yeah. So I, <laughs> so I was in the, it was in like that peak of adolescence where it was like sleep, go to school, and jerk off. And that was, <laughs> Like that peak Eat, of sleep, drink like, off, peak. repeat. <laughs> <laughs> it's the new Brock Lesnar shirt. Yeah. But, but so I, I was, I was watching. This computer was old. This computer by then was probably she'd had it for five or six years before she gave it to me. And I was, <laughs> I was using it to look at porn one night, and the computer just crashed and froze on and, the porn. And it, it wouldn't turn off. Like holding the power button, nothing. Like it would never turn off. So I just pulled the battery out because that was the only thing I could shut it off. And uh, my mom noticed over the next few days I wasn't using my laptop. She's like, what's, what's wrong with the laptop? And I just said, oh, it's old. You know, it doesn't work. She's like, why don't we take it and get it fixed? I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I was like, it's broken. Like, trust me, it's broken. But, that, but it was just I, – I remember just, like, being terrified because I was looking at this laptop. Like, I can't get it to turn off this porno. <laughs> so what, did it ever get fixed and it go right back to what you were watching? No, I'm pretty sure I buried it in the backyard like a Jumanji. <laughs> <laughs> Dug a grave. You never put the battery back in it to see if it turned on. 
<laughs> I didn't, I didn't want to, I was just, it was the computer. I mean, before then too, I mean, it was just doing the typical computer, like, like the fucked up computer stuff. Like where you click start and the thing wouldn't pop up for like a minute. It was like, yeah, this thing's dying, but that was mm-hmm. terrifying. <laughs> Remember everybody, if you got to look at porn, always use an incognito window. Yes. <laughs> anyway, what's next, Sean? Oh, uh, I, there's more to the story. Uh, oh, apparently, sorry. more than 60 apps were infected with the malware, including the Disney Cars app and the SpongeBob add-on app. Um, SpongeBob add-on app? Apparently, it's an add-on for some SpongeBob game. I don't know. Oh. But uh, Google has reportedly removed all the affected apps from the Play Store and uh, has disabled developers' accounts for now. So we'll see what ends up huh. happening with that. Um well, good luck to them. Our next story. Um, oh, what's that? Oh, I was just gonna say. Uh, I was gonna say on the topic of phone apps thing. There's this. Uh, there's this uh, show in England or in the UK. It's about like uh, cars that talk, and they kind of like you know. It's just a kid show. It's cars that talk. Yeah, and, it's cars. Uh, so yeah, it's it's a lot like cars, but it's Lightning like it's McQueen. Crappy, it's crappy animation, and it's a. Uh, it's it's just I think it's like construction stuff. It's almost like the if the Bob the Builder guys had their own show, like the vehicles. But mm-hmm. someone made a fake app like where you can talk to one of the cars. <laughs> and when you click the phone thing, this distorted voice comes on and goes like, I don't want to play with you. I want to kill you. <laughs> and, a bunch of, and a bunch of parents like downloaded it for their kids because they thought it would be fun. <laughs> but, but they all like there's this huge uproar in England. Like, get rid of the app. Ah! <laughs> made me laugh. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. <laughs> Our next story. Uh, a Florida man was arrested after oh after he shot a gun while playing a pickup football game at another player for scoring a touchdown on him. Holy damn! <laughs> That's a little extreme, there, Mister Florida man. Sounds like a Philly fan. Ooh. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm not. Kidding. I'm not a Philly fan. I don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, I know. I was. I was saying that purely for like Derek and Evan. <laughs> The, did, uh, they, did they put Crisco on the polls of every city when they're about to win nope. uh, a game? Nope. nope. Just, for okay. Just for this one. And people still made it. Yeah, Not they still there. climbed them. I, I almost said match because sports mean nothing to me. So. It's a football match. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the player in question was the man's brother who had just scored for his team. Uh, the man became so enraged that he threatened to kill his brother and ended up firing a gun in his direction. Oof. Uh, luckily, no one was hurt, and the man was later arrested. Okay, good. So that had a good outcome. Um, yeah, odd. But still, you shouldn't you shouldn't shoot guns at at people who beat you in a sports game. God damn it! You scored on me again. <laughs> Unless the game is to shoot each other, but that's, that's the only bad. time. You only get one round, and that's everything's over. <laughs> yeah, if that's how it happened in real life, uh, Tom Brady would be in a, in a Tupac situation. <laughs> <laughs> What, there'd be a hologram of him? Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly, that's what I meant. Oh, okay. Uh, and our last story. A recently opened restaurant in Paris is making headlines for exclusively catering to nudists. <laughs> wow. Woo, Mike, you want to you go there? All the cooks and everybody nudists, too. Hmm. That... I wouldn't want to be cooking naked. I've gotten naked. I know, that's, that's what I'm wondering. <laughs> Could I have the bacon? <laughs> <laughs> one day of being shirtless after the gym making bacon and i it hurts um, it's called uh oh natural and oh. 
the, the restaurant requires patrons to dine while naked and holds up to 40 people per seating. I feel so uncomfortable. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Only well, if I was to get around you guys, because I know you guys. Europeans are different about nakedness. To them, it's just like, oh, it's fine. Oh, no dude, when I was, I was in London like five years ago, and I remember I was on Brighton Beach, and I just saw some lady just out tanning, completely shirtless. Obviously, I had no problem with it, but I was very surprised. Yeah, no, it's different over there. Nakedness yeah. is just like, it's not a big deal. It's not taboo. Yeah. Uh, to avoid any onlookers, the area is on a residential street away from tourists, and all curtains are kept closed along with an interior blackout curtain. Uh, hmm. The uh, the restaurant only has three rules. Uh, no phones or cameras in the dining area. Um, no exhibitionism or disrespectful sexual behavior. <laughs> no sex in the pain room. No, no orgies. So th- they've taken all the potted plants out. <laughs> um, and uh, the servers and cooks must remain fully clothed at all times. Oh, okay. I would want to be served by a fully clothed guy. I'd feel so like, uh, hey, pal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys want to, uh, for our next video review, you just want to do it naked? The whole thing naked? No. Do like the okay. <laughs> I thought I'd ask. I don't want to be the only one showing up naked, you know? Well, why yeah, do, why do naked when you could do uh, paint on bikinis? Ah, uh, okay. You, you could have the Borat bikini painted on. Oh no! <laughs> or just the bikini itself. <laughs> that would be offensive enough. Yeah. You think? I think we could get Evan drunk enough to wear that. Oh yeah. <laughs> He'll probably wear it for a few days. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, each dinner includes a three-course m- uh, menu and costs around $58 per person. Wow. Yeah, so. Must be some good naked food. Yeah, it's, mm, it's, yeah. it's, it's it said that they served uh, some, some pretty good food, like, uh, you know, lobster and, uh, you know, all that high-quality high do- high dining. Oh, where was this again? Sausage and put it right in my lap. What was it? <laughs> <laughs> serve sausage. I just put it in my lap. Be like, yeah, <laughs> it's mine. <laughs> this is this is in Paris. Oh yeah, oh, oh. they don't believe in that stuff. They don't believe in sausages. <laughs> no, <laughs> common food. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that's all the stories we have this week. Well, well, well. That brings us to the end of this episode, everybody. <laughs> What? Nothing. What? It's just there's a there's an ECW guy that used to do that all the time. Oh, really? <laughs> I know Sean's talking about well, well, well. Well, that's me. I am Mr. ECW man. No, you don't want to be him. No, no, okay. don't, don't. Jason. Don't be all right. him. I'll take your word for Are it. Are you wearing you a neck watch... brace at the moment? Oh no. Yes. No, I'm kidding. Um okay. Anyway, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to episode 136 of Blah Blah Podcast. Remember, you can follow us on social media, on Facebook, on Twitter, Blah Blah Pod 1. Follow me, JG Screen 89 and follow our YouTube page, Blah Blah Podcast. And remember to subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Podbean, and now Stitcher, which I've never heard of before Sean told me about it. But that's great, Stitcher, and our website, <clears throat> BlahBlahInc.com. Sean. I'm not going to lie. The first part of your plug sounded a lot like you were doing an Obama impression. 
Um, Michelle, you have to go to that um blah blah podcast. <laughs> uh, Best follow- podcast in America, Michelle. <laughs> Uh, follow me on Twitter at the underscore Brack Show. Um, I had something else to plug. I forgot what it was, but just do that for now. Okay, my my Obama impression is is nowhere near as good as Joe Bo's. We got we got to get him back on. He makes some. You good mean impressions. we got to get Obama back on? You're right. I don't know who this Joe Bo is. But we got to get Obama back on. Mike, <laughs> you're up. Yes. Uh, if you so choose, you can follow me on Twitter at Mike underscore Dowling and Instagram at MF Dowling. You sound like an airline pilot, like, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're making our, uh, final descent. Well, because when you follow uh, LAX, me, with your trays in the upright position. Uh, Steve! Ah! Scared me. Uh, so, my old Twitter handle has died. Say in Oh, no! Really? It died. Yeah, my new Twitter handle. Did you bury it out and back with the with the laptop. I did. I got. <laughs> I buried it like Jumanji. Now there's drums in my backyard and it scares me. Like in the first, like in the first movie when they can't find it's like dun dun dun. dun. <laughs> or in the second but, uh, movie when oh never mind. Oh, <laughs> when the rock is a, when the rock is Jewish. What? <laughs> <laughs> then the little uh oh never mind. I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> All right, well, <laughs> you can you can follow me on Twitter at son underscore of underscore Kalel six two six, and so you're my YouTube Superman's kid. I am, uh, and my new, uh, well, not my new, but my my YouTube plug for this week is going to be because they need so much. Well, they don't need a lot of support, but their their channel's failing, and it's making me sad because they're so good. It's continue show. It's a bunch of guys from Philly. That play old video games and make funny commentary, and they're really fun. So go follow them. Continue show. How is their channel failing? Like they losing subscribers and stuff? Yeah, just with the. I mean, with the new YouTube algorithm now, after Logan Paul ruined it all with the dead person, you know. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Just, fuck that guy. Yeah, no, but it's just that the, the, now that the ads are being recirculated again, and you're only getting paid so much per view, they they need help. But they've got a Twitch now, and the Twitch is helping. They've got a Patreon that's doing good, but uh. They could still use subscribers, so watch Continue Show. They're very funny guys, and they're Philly. They're close, too. They're cool. Sweet. Do they uh, jump up on uh, greased poles, too? <laughs> uh, if you want, you can follow me on Twitter at F-A-T-A-X-666. But honestly, you should go follow Michael Jai White on Twitter because oh, uh, yeah, if you I haven't seen Black is back. And Hell yeah. uh, looks like we're getting Black Dynamite, too, this year. Dynamite. Dynamite. Something's happening. So, uh. Go check out that. He's one badass. He is a badass human being, that guy. <laughs> he was Bronze Tiger and Arrow. He's made a lot of good he's made a lot of good like Kung Fu movies too. Kung Fu. Fui. <laughs> Kung Fu, everybody. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for listening, everybody, and we all hope you have a great rest of your week. Good night. <laughs>